Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I'm built. How am I going to undo? How am I going to undo in two weeks, three weeks, what you've been doing for 40 years? This ain't, this ain't going to be easy just on doing it in a week. I've got to give it to you over and over a little bit with the anointing and pray to God the anointing speeds up and touches your life. You've been calling things, you've been calling things, you've been calling things the way they are for decades. When he's been telling you to call it the way it should be, not the way you see it. Now, if we don't understand these principles, they seem goofy to natural people. Like, what are you going to do? Now, if you watch me Wednesday, that's why you got to watch Wednesday. I, I, I told him, I told him, I said, Jesus has been calling things that be not, Jesus has been calling things that be not as though they were forever. Remember I told you, I told him about, I started, I started uh, talking about Jairus. Remember Jairus? Jairus came, now you understand we're talking about calling those things that be not as though they were. This is how Jesus worked. These are the principles of Jesus. Jairus, in Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood interferes them going to Jairus' house. So Jairus comes, he's a ruler, and his daughter's sick, comes to Jesus and he goes, Jesus, can you come and pray for my daughter? She's sick. She's sick bad. Jesus says in Mark 5, he says, no problem, I'm coming. See, here's the problem with most people. to go to church, and you got to get hope, hope from the word, but hope ain't enough. You need faith. Hope will get you to a place where faith can arise, and then once faith arises, you grab it. You understand that? So Jairus shows up, and he goes, man, will you come? He says, no problem, I'll come to your house. On the way to going to Jairus' house, the woman with the issue of blood presses through and grabs a hold of Jesus. You can read the whole story. She grabs, she runs through, she touches the hem of his garment, she gets a miracle of healing. All of a sudden, a miracle takes place. Everybody's, yeah, 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 yeah. Jairus must be doing cartwheels because he thinks, man, we're going to my house because this is why we're going. We're going from here to my house, and we, he just did a miracle right in the midst of me, and this is awesome. While he's yet speaking, the, the person from the house of Jairus comes and says, your daughter, your daughter, your daughter's dead. Don't bother the master. Jesus goes, look, man, what you decide to do right now is going to be the thing. He said, don't be afraid. And upon hearing, he said, don't be afraid. You understand that? He says, don't get no fear. Just keep your faith connected to where we're here. See, fear will try to disconnect you from the faith you got. Don't let no fear get in there. He said, okay, and he goes to his house. And Jesus shows up, and she's dead, and Jesus says these words. Now, y'all like the funny part, but... You know, Jesus said, she's what? He said, she's sleeping. No, she's dead, bro. She's been dead. She's been dead on the journey. She's dead. Jesus said, nah, she's asleep. You want to see it? Some of you need to see it, because I'm going to screw up that talak the lay, whatever the name is, tumulakati or whatever that is. Lottie dottie, I like the potty, whatever that is. You know, <laughs> uh, I can't, I don't know. I, I can't even speak English. Where you guys been? You're going to tell me I could speak Hebrew? No. Uh Okay, you know what I'm saying? Be like over there, be like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in the thing. I'm gonna be like praising the Lord about it. Where am I? Matthew, Mark, Luke. There you go. All right, praise the Lord. Go to Mark chapter five. We're gonna, it's 524. It starts. I, I want to look at it. I want to go on a little further. You need to hear this, see, because I got your faith stirred up. I'm gonna get your faith stirred up. I don't want to move too quick because if you move too quick, then you get all, then you, then I'll lose you. And um, what do I want to do that for? You know what I mean? I want you, I want you to come with him. Go to, go, to first, go to Mark 5 and um, 22. Let's go to Mark 5, 22. Is that okay? 
We'll change it around a little bit. And when you see this, you'll, you'll see it. And behold, there come one of the ruler's house. That was Jairus, right? Ruler's house of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter is lying at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, and she will be healed. She shall live. He got faith for it. He said, come pray for her, and you pray for her, and she'll be healed, and she'll live. He's talking right kind of talk. God-filled talk. He said, she might be sick, but you pray, she'll live. See that right there? Don't you like that? And besought him greatly like that. Right? She may be healed, and she may live. I say, healed and live. That sounds like faith to me. Faith talking, don't it? He didn't say, what do we do? Oh, she's sick and going to die. We call things the way they are. He didn't say call things the way they are. He said call things the way they need to be. And what? And look at this. And Jesus went with him, and most people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. There she is. She pushed right through. You see it? You see it right there? My God in heaven. And right, you all know the story. And he went on to say, man, he said that daughter, look at this. You go verse down, down to verse 34 just for time's sake. Just for time's sake. Well, yet, right? And he said unto the daughter, thy faith made thee whole, go in peace, and thee behold thy plague. My God in heaven. While he yet spake. See it? While he's talking. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house a certain, which said, daughter's dead. Don't trouble the master any further. Look at, look at this, verse 36. Look at verse 36. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, don't you be afraid, only believe. Keep that faith. Don't you miss your faith moment. Don't come out of faith just because you heard something anti-faith. Now, here's the big thing, right? If he would have called it the way he saw it, he would have quit on it. He would have said, oh, she's dead. Jesus never went over and did it around. He wouldn't allow himself. He said, if you could stay in faith, I can get you to victory. Now, watch what he said here, right? This is good stuff, ain't it? Well, he said what? He said, he said, no, he said, don't get messed up. Right? As soon as he heard, he said, don't be afraid, only believe. Now watch 37. Man, you're going to see this. And, and he suffered, no man follow him. He said, Peter, James, and John, the brother James. He said, don't, don't all you people come with me, because what I'm getting ready to do, you can't handle them. <laughs> he knew what he was getting ready to do. Jesus loaded the, look, Jesus loaded the bus with the people he wanted with him. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I ain't bringing somebody, you know, bro, leave Thomas home. <laughs> this choker ain't going to make it around the block, let alone what I'm getting ready to do. This choker ain't ready for this. This cat, these cats, Peter, James, and John might not even make it in the room with me where I'm going, so I know I, know I can go there. So let's go. Let's roll. All you other dudes stay back. <laughs> you ain't ready for this stuff. I'm about ready to show you high-octane kind of stuff, you know, stuff you ain't never seen before. Woo! Watch this, watch this, watch this. And some of them say, follow no man. Watch this. Say this, there ain't nobody going to follow me. No man follow him except Peter, James, John. Look at verse 38. Here we go, watch this. And he come into the house of the ruler of synagogue and seen it, and what? And they're weeping, and they're wailing, and they're crying, and they're screaming. They had a funeral. Everybody say a funeral. They're having a funeral, bro. You ever go, now you don't do this no more, but sometimes some of you done this, right? You ever go to, you ever go to, you ever, like, I, in this job, sometimes you get, you get, 
it's not funny, but you get, you get in places sometimes you don't want to be. Because people pass away. I've been there with it. I've been, I literally helped, man, I had people in this church. I like picked up the sheet to carry them, to move them. They were dead. I went for it anyway. I figured, why not give it a shot? You know what I mean? Why not give it a go? You know, come back. Hey, you don't want to come back? I get it. But, right? But I'm saying, like, it ain't cool. And then you see the family grieving. Some of you understand what I'm saying. Like, some of you know old school, they used to leave the body in the house for a minute. Ain't nobody coming to get it. You know what I mean? And you know what I'm talking about. So they're at a funeral. So here comes Jesus at the funeral at the house. Because he's dead. Look at verse 39. Keep watching. You're going to see this, man. He covers it the dead. What? And when he come in, he said, what? Make their do and weep. The damsel's not dead. She's sleeping. Liar, liar, pants on fire. He ain't lying, though. He don't lie. But he's tripping. <laughs> you all got Jesus like some dude in a robe, holier than now. Bro, you would be blasted out like, bro, what is Jesus smoking, man? What you mean he, she, she dead, bro? We just poked her and she's dead. This joker talking about how she's asleep. This kid ain't asleep. She's dead. She's like, don't, I don't see what you see. I don't talk like you talk. I don't respond like you respond. And I sure don't walk by what I see. I walk by what I called it to be. Now, you ain't, you ain't getting me. Now, a lot of you ain't getting me. Now, listen, he is not in denial. That's where a lot of you get. No, he's, re, he's what? He's replacing what he sees with supernatural that he can do. That's what you got to see yourself out. I ain't, a, I ain't a natural walking person. I'm a supernatural being. He is not allowing the circumstances to dictate who he is. He's going to dictate to the circumstances who he is. I'm God is what he's saying. Amen. And this ain't going to stay like this for long. Now watch this. He said, she is sleeping. Now is she really asleep? No, she's dead. Wake up, guys. You know, this is Lazarus all over again. La Lazarus is even worse. You go read Lazarus, you really think Jesus got problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's sick. He's sick. He'll get better. No, he's sick, sick, kind of sick. And we hung out more, and he's really sick. And then he'll get, give him some, you know, he'll be better. No, he didn't get sick. He got worse. And then Jesus goes, you guys can't even get it. He's dead. He went from sick to messed up to dead, and you said it's not going to end in death. I would be looking for a new job. Because Jesus is not the follower I need to be following because this guy don't know he's sick, he's dead, and then he said he's dead, and then he told us he wasn't going to die. I'm confused. Why are we waiting? Why we got to stay here? So he shows up in a hopeless situation. Y'all know he waited because it was totally hopeless. And he shows up in a totally hopeless situation and goes, I'm the resurrection in life. And shows up and turns the whole thing around, tells a dead man that his own sister said he stinks. Don't worry, I'll take the stink off him. Let's go. Are you seeing what I'm saying? I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. Jesus ain't calling things the way he sees it. He's calling things the way they're supposed to be. We're talking about everything the way it is. Well, this marriage is so jacked up. Hush your mouth. We know it's jacked up. We've got to start saying something different. My doctor report's so crazy. My, I know it. Don't, this, this, Christians are in denial, and that's why people think you're flaky. It's not there. Got a big old knot in your head the size of, like, you know, a softball, and you're like, I don't got no knot on my head. I don't got no knot on my head. No, you got a knot on your head. Okay, if you're broke, you're broke. You're sick, you're sick. That is a fact, but that is not, that is not your future. Okay, that, we're going to get the truth and fix that. But let's stop living in denial because you all know what happens when you're in denial. Y'all deny it, and then what do you do? I, well, you know what you do? It's weird. Come on. Yeah, what do they do? Then they talking all this nonsense outside of the word of God, and then they, oh, wait, I don't got it. I don't got it. I don't got it. I don't got it. No, that's what you got. 
Now we got to take some truth and change what you see, but here's the key. Guess what? Let's not be in denial because denial does not leave the new material to show up to fix it. Okay, so look what he says. Go over here. He said, she ain't sick. She, just, she ain't dead. She's sick. She's sleeping. <clears throat> Sorry, I was Lazarus. Lazarus was the next one, right? He said, he ain't sick. He's going to die. Come on. When he calls him out, he's alive. He said, this one over here, he said, she's not dead. She sleeps. Okay, look at the next verse. No, really? <laughs> what would you do? They laughed at him. What in the world would you do? I would have been the first one laughing. Bro, she ain't, she's dead. What's wrong with you? They laughed him to scorn, but when he, he put them all out, he take the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was lying. So he said, Mom, Dad, and let's roll. Take the crew with him, he goes in. People laughing at him at the funeral. Can you handle that? Now, let me show you right here now. This is not going to be public opinion when you start calling things that be not as though they were. But it's how God operates. Now, you want to be like God or you want to be like people? You see what I'm saying? What in the world are you doing? Because it leaves no place of emotions for you. Because once you start getting a word, once you become a word, working, word, walking person, you ain't got no more feelings. You got no emotions. You just say what the Bible says. And then people criticizing you for doing the word, you're just like, I'm going to stick with the word. I'm going to show you how to do it now. But look what it said. Anyway, watch verse 41. Y'all know this. And he took the damsel by the hand and said to her, I don't know, man, whatever. Mary, get up. Yeah, Tuluthia Kuma, whatever that means, Lottie Dottie, which is being interpreted, what? Get up, arise. And she what? She woke up and ate. Keep going, watch this. And straightway the damsel rose and walked, and she was at the age of 12, and they were astonished at a great miracle. And what he did is great astonishment, and she got up and ate. Now, let me just go slow. Now, pull this in. Is Jesus talking natural? No. In the midst of somebody dead, he's, he's calling everything. He's calling everything, not the way it looks. Lazarus is dead. No, he's just, he, he's sick. Nah, he dead. Nah, it doesn't end in death. And he raised one. It was true. You know what I got out of that? He never told you. He, he said, he, look, he didn't say he wasn't going to die. He just said this ain't going to end in death. He showed up and changed the whole thing around. So you don't know how it's all working out, but it ain't going to end the way you think it is unless it ends the way Jesus said it is. Woo, come on, somebody. You see what I'm saying? You got to start pulling this belief system in. Like, I got to start calling things that be not as though they were. He's calling everything Everything, Jesus never called anything the way it is. He calls it everything the way it's supposed to be. Man, okay, I don't know what he's talking about. Why is he saying this today? Because I want to know what you've been calling it. No, 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 go slow. What you've been calling it? No, 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 stop, think. What you've been calling it? You've been calling 99.9% .9 of your life by what you see. And you got to start calling it by what it's supposed to look like, not by what you see. I'm broken. Yep. Keep calling yourself that. You'll stay there. I'm messed up. I'm offended. I'm this. I'm that. You got to call. Now, listen, I ain't trying to tell you that you cannot have a moment to examine and, and understand and identify. But after that, you ain't allowed to call it nothing else but what God said about it. How are you going to call yourself broken when he said, I made you complete whole wanting nothing? You could, only, you could only identify where you're broken and then what? 
Rectify it with the word of God. It does not leave you time long for this stuff that people think they need. I need a decade to get fixed. No, you don't. You need minutes of speaking the right stuff over yourself and keep saying it no matter what until it manifests new material for you to believe who you are in Christ Jesus and not identify yourself with who you're not. See what I'm saying? But this other stuff is cute because, ooh, we get to go, ooh, we got to go, ooh, we get to talk about it, and we want to talk about it, and I want to fix it. I'm tired of talking about it. When are we going to start fixing stuff? When are we going to start fixing things? When are we going to start fixing how you see in life? When are we going to start fixing how things start working out? You know what I'm saying? You got to get this thing going. So now let's look at this First Corinthians where I took you there. He told you First Corinthians 1, remember 26, 27, 28. Remember them? Now you go over these notes, right? He said, God took the foolish things of the earth to confound the wise. He made these things that were weak to fix the day. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Now, you understand that? And the weakness of God is stronger than men. You see that? See that? Saying, God, God ain't doing things the way you think. Because this is what you think. Oh, if I do it like that, how's it going to work? Because we always think that we have to physically do something or, 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 or move in certain ways for change to come. This is the principles that God gave us. Speaking. Speaking, speaking. You're going to see this too when I tell you this other scripture, okay? Very, very important you understand this because this is, what, this is how faith works and operates. But faith has to work and operate in this because the foolish things well, found the wise. Now keep going. Look at verse 26. For you see your calling, brethren, that by not many wise after the flesh, not many noble are called. You understand that? Keep going. Here we go. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Now, that don't mean you're silly. That just means this. That just means God's system ain't the system of the world. See that? It's a different system. So you are God. Man, system of the world says give away. Why can't I keep what I got? If you give it away, God will give. Forgive? Forgive don't make sense in the earth. Man, they did you wrong. Why you got to forgive? Forgive makes sense to kingdom. See what I'm saying? There's a bunch of stuff that in kingdom don't make no speak it. Speak it. If you said something was there, push it. Now, don't push it. Speak it. See what I'm saying? Words got more power than physical might. You see this stuff? And God chose the weak things of the world. Now, you better get this. God chose the weak things in the world to bring what? Keep going. You know these stuff, man. Confounded things which are mighty. This looks weak. Meaning not like strong in strength. Meaning like, what's speaking going to do? It's going to change your world. What's this perspective, perspective of life going to do? It's going to change your world. See what I'm saying? Who thinks like this? Ain't nobody calling things the way they're supposed to be. They call it the way they see it. Everybody calling it like a, talking all that stuff. No, that ain't, that ain't where God lives. Watch verse 28. If 28 doesn't get you, then you better wake up. And the base things of the world, what? And the things which are despised, have God chosen, yea, the things which are not, to what? The things which are not, 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 to bring to naught the things that are. What's that mean? The things that are not seen can change the things that are seen. Now, you got to go find that when you go, this is how God does it. Remember 2 Corinthians 4, 13? Come on, just write these down, and you're going to get them. Now I'm trying. I'm 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 saturating you with the, stop calling it the way you see it. Stop calling it the way you see it. Stop calling it the way you see it, and call it the way God created it to be. That's what calling those things. You're gonna see it in Romans four seventeen right after this. Okay. Then I'll take you a couple. Of, are you understanding this? What do you say now? I, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you saying about your money? I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. You keep calling broke. Say hey, look. If you're broke, say identify broke. Identify, I do not have right now. Then go get your scriptures and start speaking what needs to materialize instead of broke, and then do the principles. So you got to speak and do the principles. You understand it? Speak and do the principles. You can't just speak, speak. Now he said, now what are the principles of give? If you're sick, what do you do? 
Now, obviously, you can't do none of your sick. Like me, you can't go, I can't give anything to go do it. But what do I do? I speak the word of God and get a revelation of what's sick. I'm sick no more. Healed by his stripes. Then there's a the mentality of healed by his stripes. I got to put action to my healing. See, action, the action with giving is seed sowing. The action with healing is rise up and walk. See what I'm saying? Do it anyway. What's the number one thing? Don't you feel better when you don't feel good or something's hurting or something's messed up? Don't you feel get up? Don't you feel better when you get up and start doing? You know what I'm saying? Why? Because you defy the laws of sick. I'm going to get up, take up my bed and walk. You know what I mean? I didn't want to come. I had a lady come this morning, you know? She's like, I didn't want to come. I went through all this. I came anyway. Man, I got in the building. I, was, whew, I felt the Holy Ghost. And I'm all, see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I came anyway. I pushed right through sick. I ain't got no sick. Now, listen, I identified symptoms, but I overcame them with my faith. You see what I'm saying? Now, we're not in denial. You go to the doctor, you do all that stuff, but you get what I'm saying. You what? Call those things that be not as whatever. What do you do with the relationships? What do you do with this? You do what God told you to do. You see what I'm saying? You got to speak over this thing. He gave you the ministry of reconciliation. Look right here. Pull this in. You're seeing it. You're, it's going. It's going. This because you see. Here's the thing. We live too much in the reality of sense and seeing, and not spirit and sight. We live too much in the reality of sense and seeing, and not spiritual sight. Spirit and sight. Does that make sense? Oh, this is the way it is. No. What is seeing something different and saying something different? and spirit and sight. So don't live in your senses, live in your spirit. The only way to live in your spirit is to identify spiritual identifiers so you can make the right decisions because it's natural-minded. If work looks slow, you don't look at slow work. You go, okay, we have to do something here. Now I do. I call to work. I call Work, come to me in the name of Jesus. Look, I didn't practice this. They'll tell you I did it. We didn't have no jobs. I went and sold. And we said and believed. I called him. I made the phone ring. How'd you do it? I commanded it to come to me. Entrepreneurs, that's how you do it. You understand this? You call it. Come to me. And don't you be, and this is why you live right. This is why carnality is, let me show you something right now. This is why carnality is one of the most dangerous things. I live one foot in God and one foot out of God. You're nuts. I ain't live no carnal life. Not that. I'm, I'm, I got no skeletons in the closet. That's the problem with these pulpit pubs. Got all skeletons in the closet. You got skeletons in your closet, you ain't got no conviction in your mouth. I'm not saying I'm not human, but I ain't got no skeletons. You know what I mean? I'm gonna hide all your stuff. I got nothing to hide. Live right, talk right, walk right, be right, say right. Get a new job if you can't live right. I don't hear none of this. Your standard's higher. Wake up. Came with a job. You didn't want it? Don't do it. They ask me, will you do this? No. You do that? No. You do this? You drink? No. I don't do none of it. You're going to do it? No. I care what you do. Mind your own business. I'm going to live a life where the devil sees me. He crossed the street. Now, I ain't saying none of that stuff makes you non-cross the street. You know what I'm saying? No, I got to keep it tight for you because you might have a problem there. You see me doing it. You think it's okay for you. It's not. That's why I don't go there. Because if you got a problem with something, you got a problem with addiction, and you see me acting like a fool, you're going to think it's okay for you to roll like that. It's not. So just know whatever struggle you got, I'm overcoming it. You could too. See what I'm saying? So follow me. Did he just say follow me? Yeah, I said follow me because I'm following Christ. And you can stay real tight because you ain't going to see no different picture when it gets blurry. Woohoo! Come on, somebody, baby. He crazy, ain't he? Yeah. No, I'm being serious. That's what somebody needs. Somebody need to see it. So what do I do? I called it. 
You call money. They think you're crazy. Money's a thing. You command it. Come to me. It's got to obey you. You're working with different material. Faith material. Look what it says. Now, this is why you learn, and this is why you train. You want to know why you don't want to sin? It ruins your consciousness. It doesn't give you, it ruins your conscience. This is why sin is so dangerous. It ruins your conscience, confidence in Christ. That's what sin's dangerous. It ruins your confident, confidence, your conscience. Let me say it like this. It ruins your conscience, confidence in Christ. Because when you got problems like that, you're like, man, I don't feel as confident asking God and talking to God. So that's why you want to stay away from it as best you can. Now, we all, got, we all make mistakes. You understand what I'm saying? But don't go willfully getting out there. You ain't got no confidence in God, and your faith gets weakened by it. But when you, you bold like that, you're like, now nah, I'm staying in there because I need some stuff done. See, that's where spiritual growth comes. But I don't want to get into all that. I did, got in that last week, so stay over here. You see the secretary these four? Stay over here. You got to get this. We have in the same spirit of faith. Now, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to give you mystery of the spirit of faith. You want to know what it is? Watch this right here. Most people don't know this. You want to know why you ain't speaking? You ain't got no faith. You ain't going to like me, but I didn't come here to be your friend. You know why you ain't speaking? You ain't got no faith for it. Now, I ain't picking on you, but if you got faith for it, you speaking a lot. See, that's why you got to up the talking, because you know your faith's being released. See what I'm saying? Now, I didn't say you ain't got no faith. I ain't picking on you. I don't want to be mean, but you ain't got faith for that right there. You, you, see what you're doing? You're like, I didn't, you got to talk all day. Whosoever shall say in the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Why ain't you saying it? Why ain't you saying it? Why ain't you saying it? Because I'm too busy saying what I see. I'm too busy saying what I see. But saying what you see is natural, and it's what? Not taking you into the material which could create the new stuff you need to see. That's the number one trick of the devil. So what do you see? That's what he wants to know. What do you see? Man, that's how he got Adam and Eve in the garden. He plucked that fruit and said, look at this, just eat this thing. Eat it. Eat it. Man, he told him, don't you touch that tree. This jerk not only touched it, put it in front of him and said, take it. My God, in heaven, I feel the Holy Ghost. He said, here, see, it's okay. See, it's okay. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh, nuh-uh. I ain't going there. I ain't going to touch. Woo! I ain't going to touch. No. So smack that apple right out of her hand. Don't you touch that. Don't you eat that thing. It's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So what do you see? You get the wrong sight. You got the wrong say. Now, look what this says, right? Now, watch this. If you, if you had faith as a m mustard seed. Now, now, go over the page and put 2 Corinthians 4 up there. Let them see it, please. You're doing great. Look, look, we have in the same spirit. If you, everybody say, if you, that ain't up there now. You know this. I'm talking about Luke right now. Just stay with me. Come on, I've been mining. I've been mining. I've been digging. I got you some diamonds. I got you some stuff. I got you some more stuff. You put it on, bro. <laughs> I got you some. I went and ordered some lithium out of the ground or whatever that new stuff is they got. They, I don't even know what they were. Solar panels were coming out the earth, right? And, and <laughs> that's how they got it. You know, it's silica. It's in the dirt. It's in the dirt. They were digging it up out of the ground. Yeah. I was like, man, praise the Lord. God put all those minerals in there, too. I figured out global warming, too. I told you that last week, right? 
Yeah, ain't no, that little kid that got up there, I told you that this morning too, right? That little kid that got up there and acted all crazy on TV. I don't know her name. Don't write me a letter. I don't even know. But I told the kids, they come out from school one day with all this hot idea about, ooh, the trees. And I said, nah, 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 look. If the trees run out, he'll be back. If the water runs out, he'll be back. This ain't got nothing to do with the ozone, honey. This has got everything to do with the God zone. He coming back. If you see it run out, trust me, the king will be back. If you see it running out, redemption is draweth nigh. Look up. Don't worry about all that stuff. He didn't leave us down here with that mess. Calm down. It ain't hairspray destroying the ozone. Relax. Chill out. It's not emissions. Chill. Take a break. Amen. <laughs> it's almost over. <laughs> Woo! It's almost over. Come on, somebody. Right? But look at Secretary 4. If you have grain as a mustard seed, that's not that. That's Luke. He said you would say unto the sick mind tree. Look at me. Look at me. If you. Everybody got caught up with seed. Oh, let's go get a mustard seed. It's the smallest of the seed. It's the smallest of the seed. If you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say. Until you say, you ain't got faith for what you see. And all you're going to say is what you see. But when faith kicks in, you start saying something different. You start saying what God says about a matter. Woo! You see it? I, I just, I'm just going to say, no, 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 You see what I'm saying? When you got faith for it, you'll start saying what God says about it. That's why God gave you those promises to keep you connected to say what he said. Remember, I got, I got, I got, you know, me and God got some kind of relationship now. I'm going to time out probably about a, for a year, thanks to you guys, but praise the Lord. I'm going to get to heaven, and God's going to go, I'm going to be like, oh, great, Jesus, how you doing? He's like, you need to go in time out for about a year, and then when you come out, Hanging out with some of you, my time and timeouts getting longer because you're wearing me out. Not you guys, but some of you. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what I'm saying. What am I saying? You got to say, now, now pull this in, okay, because this is very important. All right? And I know you're getting this. Okay? We having the same spirit of faith according as it is. So he's speaking what's been written. Now, you better get that now. We having the same spirit of faith according what as it is I what? Now, there's number one factor. Do you believe what's been written? Because you sure ain't going to say it. See, here's the thing. You ain't going to say it if you don't believe what has been written. And if you don't believe what's been written, what are you going to be saying? What you want to say. What you want to say. You can't say what you want to say. You got to say what's been written. And if you don't know what's been written, you're going to just say what you see. There ain't no tongue twister. You see what I'm saying? So you got to believe. So the spirit of faith has to say, what's it say? What has been written? What did Jesus do when he showed up and the devil showed up? He said, it is written. I ain't living outside this word. It is written. It is written. That joker tried to test me, tempted him 40 days and 40 nights. He got him at his weakest spot, right? He brought him out and said, hey, if your God do this, hey, if your God do this, hey, if your God do this, he said, it is written. 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 Come on, man. Are you saying what is it written? Come on, man. You ain't paying attention. Come on. Now, I know you are, but I aggravate you sometimes when I say that. Come on. I am paying attention. Good. Then show me. See what I'm saying? It is written. What you saying? I'm saying what I see. Well, keep saying what you see, and that's all you're going to get. See what I'm saying? And therefore, I have what? 
I what? Therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. Woo! Faith. Now watch 17 and 18. Because 17 starts showing. Now watch what he says here. He says what? For a light affliction. He said, this ain't no big deal. We'll get through it. This is a light affliction. It's but for a moment, work for him all far exceeding way to glory. Okay, now watch this. Now he shows you how to do it. Keep going. While we look, come on now, don't this sound like, don't this sound like what I just read in 1 Corinthians? Look what he's saying now. Look at God. Look at God. Don't you see God? Look what he says here. What? While we look not at things. What in the heck you been looking at all your life? You've been looking at everything that's been seen. Come on, man. We repro- I'm reprogramming your head. I'm reprogramming you. You man, you're gonna start. That's what he did with Joshua. He said, Don't do me. He said, What you see when they went out there? He said, Man, these jokers went out in this land. They seen giant walled cities. They see stuff you shouldn't see. But guess what? The stuff they seen was more real than the stuff he said. When the stuff he said isn't as real to you as the stuff you see, you got problems. You better pull that in. If the stuff you see, okay, I'm explaining to you does not uh, basically submit itself to the stuff he said, all you're going to be stuck in is what you see. I ain't pulling no tongue twister. I'm going to explain it, okay? While we look not at the things which are seen. So what is God telling you? Stop looking at what you see. But that's all I got. Nah, nah, nah. If you're natural-minded man, all you got is what you see. I'm trying to get you to see with some brand new eyes, baby. Woo! I'm trying to get you to see with some brand new eyes. Are you pulling this in? Brand new eyes. While we look not at the things which are what? Seen. But at the things which are what? Don't get distracted in here. Y'all getting distracted. You know what I'm saying? Don't, that's what the devil tries to do. Tries to get you distracted so you can't pay attention and you miss these nuggets. I'm smart enough to know I could come back. You understand me? You ain't getting distracted. I just replay. I'm real good at this. I just hit rewind. Y'all see it? This is why I don't uh, don't move around. Sit still. And don't move. Don't get fidgety. Devils get fidgety. Your flesh will get fidgety. I'll slip over. I'll go in a place. I, I, you know, I scare myself. I don't know if I can come back. I will. I don't like going there, though. Because he's here. Now, this is where revelation kicks in. See, this is the difference of going to church. You see how the atmosphere just changed by the words of my mouth? You can feel it got weighty in here. It hit me. Like a, it was like a blanket. Boom. Watch. I'm going to show you what's up. While we, just stay real still. While we look not at things which are seen. That's all I see. That's all I see. But at the things which are not seen, he's talking about finding different substance. Where do I find this different substance of the unseen? Boy, that sure sounds like faith substance he's talking about, right? In Hebrews 11.1, we're going to go there now. Just pull it in now. You're going to see all these scriptures come together, okay? Watch it. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things I'm seeing are temporal. That means it's subject to change if I got the right material. That means, just like 1 Corinthians, I can what? I can do 
what he said, bring to naught, or I could dematerialize what is seen if I get the right substance to undo what has been done. That's Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now watch Hebrews 11.1, 1, 2, 3. Now it makes sense. It's faith, faith substance is found in the unseen. So everything you see can be changed with faith substance, but faith substance works in the unseen realm. Are you getting this? That means I can't go, if it don't look right by what I see, I got to find new substance to change what I see. Because he just got done telling me the stuff I see is temporal. What's temporal mean? Subject to change. Not staying forever. Now I got news for you. Why is the stuff you're seeing staying forever? Because until you show up with the substance to change it, you're going to have the same jacked up finances, same jacked up body, same jacked up marriage, same jacked up everything till I show up with new substance. Watch this. Go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Things which are what? Temporal. I'm not, he told you don't look at things. While we look not at the things which are seen. Then what the heaven do you want me looking at? You better get real with some of you. Some of you don't act no sense. You go to church, you go, I want to be holier than that. Man, what have you been looking? Well, God, will you help me understand something. All I do is walk by what I see. He said you got to walk by faith and not by sight. He's trying to get you to get your eyes off of what you see and get you spiritually minded and exalt yourself to a position of the spiritual person he called you to be. Watch this. Now faith is the substance of things. Hope for it. It's the evidence of the stuff we don't see. What? What did he say? He said, now faith. Faith is what? It's the substance. Faith now, now, now. If it ain't now, it ain't faith. Now, faith is the substance, the material, substance is material. Right? Title deed, substance, material. Is this heavenly material? I don't know, call it whatever you want. All I think it's, it's God. It's the DNA of God. It's the DNA of God within. You understand this? You understand this? It's the DNA of God within. Woo! The substance. Woo! You better get this. It's the substance. Now, now you get this. Now, faith. Are you getting this or just me? So I don't know what you're talking about. You ain't tracking me then. Wake up. Why are you coming to church? You should go to bed earlier. Some of you stay up way too stinking late on Saturday night. You need to go to bed and be ready. Iron your clothes and be ready to come to work in the morning. I didn't mind all week for you to sit there. I don't know. You know, this joker's crazy. I ain't looking for a job. I got more church and more life than I need to know. I got, I got to get a plane just to get there. I'm serious, man. Look, I'm coming to people that want to listen. You better thank God you're in an environment where listeners can hear and change their life. Lazy people ain't going to like this. Right. I, I just want to be, I just want to tell you what's going on in my life. I change everything going on in your life. If you get this, something's going to take a little time, but you can change it. I love you. I'm compassionate about you, but I don't want to stay in that. I want to come to transformation, don't you? Okay, good. Now that we're back, you fight. You got to fight this. You want to you know why you fight this? The devil don't want you to know this stuff. You got to fight knowledge. Just keep going. You can fix it. We can get it. We're going to do it, okay? Now, watch what he said here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So, wait a minute. He said the unseen things could change the seen things. So, if we could tap into faith, we could tap into the change faith material to change the stuff I see. 
That sounds familiar. Okay, let's watch this. Let's look at, that, look at verse two, and then we'll go to verse three, and then we'll figure it out. We'll go back to verse one. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. By what? Now he's saying it. What's it? Faith. Now by faith, we understand the elders retain a good report. What does that mean? Good report. How do you get an evil report? You got the wrong words. Right? What happened with the children of Israel that had an evil report? God said, your report's bad. Remember when he told them, take the land? He said, come on, man, you're going to get the land, the land's all yours. He said, ooh, you got an evil report. Why you got an evil report? You didn't say what God said. Every time you don't say what God said, you got an evil report. Every time you say something different than what God said, it's evil. God don't even call it good. It's evil. Why is this? For by it, for by it, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. Now watch verse 3. Watch verse 3. Here we go. Everybody say verse 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. The world got framed by what? Words and the word of God. You see there? Now, he didn't say, listen to me. So he said the word of God framed the world. Okay, now wait a minute. What's going to happen when you start speaking only the word of God over your world? You're going to frame God's world in your world, and now your world's going to become God's world. Right. See it? You see it? But by, 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 was formed by the word of God so that the thing, oh, my God in heaven, wait a minute. Don't that sound like them other scriptures? So that the things which were seen... So the things which are seen are not made by the things which do appear. Okay, go slow. I know your head's hurting for a minute. It's a stretch, right? So he said, he said, he said, oh, yeah, everything you see was made from material that you didn't see until it showed up and manifested. So God said, now watch this, right? This is the best way to see it. God shows up, and there's darkness on the face of it. He said, light be. Light came. It's still moving came ripping out of God and hit darkness and is still moving throughout the galaxy, creating light everywhere it goes, and it's ripping through. And guess what happened? We didn't see light until the word came out of him and changed what was there. Okay? Now watch this. What's he saying to me and you? Whatever you see right now, whatever you're going through right now, whatever your finances look like right now, whatever you, I'm breaking it down to you, whatever your marriage looks like, whatever your mind looks like, whatever your family looks like, whatever your dynamic looks like, whatever your job looks like, whatever your pandemics look like, whatever we walk through, no matter what we're walking through, whatever we see is subject to change. What do you got to do to change it? You got to get faith material to change what you see so this way you could speak something different and you could release the creative force and words to create a brand new reality to you. That is how God did it. Look at Romans 4, 17. Now, when you see Romans 4, 17, it's going to make sense. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you two places in the back that's going to help you. You've been calling a lot of stuff the way you see it. We all have. Hey, how, how, how's the kids doing? Uh, boom. Now, here's the problem with this. Who do I talk to? God. Because it's really sticky about what you can conversate about in the natural and feed that soulish side. And it's almost forcing you to go to God because I can't really tell you how things really look because they don't look good. So I'm not going to really want, I'm not, I can't deny it, but I got to release it. So go to God and then come out and only say what you and God discussed and found agreement in the word about. So the kid's off the rail, you know they're off the rail. Ain't much to tell about it, you know. So instead of going, man, they're off the rail, go to God and go, God, look, here's the deal. I went to church, and I'm going to tell you right here now, we got to have sanity. 
Now, this denial thing is not what I'm talking about, but don't you share it with people sometimes because people don't understand. Because you ever go pray with somebody and you try to get in a place of faith with them and they ain't got no faith and you're like, oh, God, I blew this one. I should just prayed by myself. They ain't got no faith for this. That's why don't come to me unless you want it because I'm not playing with it. You know what I mean? And don't tell me there's unwritten spoken prayers. That's dumb. I don't pray no dumb prayers like that. Somebody said, oh, I want you to pray with me about stuff I don't want to talk about. Then don't ask me. How am I going to find a place of agreement and you over there praying and believing God? Don't do that goofy stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't even pray proxy. We pray in the gap for somebody for sickness. Now, I agree with you. I'll do Matthew 18, 19, but I will give you a prayer call before I'm ever going to pray for you for somebody else. I'll do it if it's the only way we could do it, but if I want to get something to you. You stay scriptural in your life and keep you safe. And don't go into, not, go into heaven and go, God, this kid is jacked up. You know it and I know it. But I can't keep speaking jacked up because jacked up will stay jacked up. So I got to go to you and say, this is, this is hurting my heart, man. I know this kid needs some change. What do we do? And you find what's been written. Then you find some Google it. You find what's been written, and then you go in there and say, okay, this is what I'm going to seek thereafter. Now, I got it. I got a place of agreement. We understand now, mom and dad, you might have to do it together. This kid's off the rail. Okay? But it's okay. We know they're off the rail. We're not going to be in denial. We got some stuff. We might have some obstacles. This is what we're going to say. We got it. Now we're in agreement, and this is all we're going to say when we come out. That joker come home 3 o'clock in the morning and look like he'd been having fun all kind of wrong way. You're going to say, praise the Lord, here comes the man of God. Now, you're going to start baffling these dudes. They're going to come in the house like, you know, who in the world are you talking to? I'm not talking to who you are. I'm talking to who you're going to become. I'm not talking to you where you're at. I'm talking to you where you're going. I'm not talking to you about what you're manifesting right now. I'm showing you where you're going to manifest to be. Every area of life. Every area of life. Look at it said in Romans 4, 17. Look at it right now. As it is written, what he say? God said. You know what God called Abraham? What was written? That's all I got. As it was written, I have made you the father of many nations. So guess what I'm going to call you? I don't even care what your identity says about you. I'm just going to call what the book said about you. I don't care what your lifestyle says. I'm going to call you the father of many nations. That's what the Bible said about you. See that? God ain't got no opinion about you besides what the word of God says about you. I've been telling you this. Ain't got no public opinion about you. Abraham is doubting all day long. God said, you the father of many nations. Now look at these two. I'm going to give you two principles you can go home. But I just... You want to see Romans 4, 17? He did, it with, he did it with the girl. Before whom God even believed, even God, before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Quickened to who? What's God do? He quickens dead things. Makes them come alive. Quicken means, quicken means make alive. Quicken means make alive. He makes alive things. Come on, he's a life giver. Come on, somebody. Get your shout back. You got this in. Uh, how, long, uh, how long is this going to take, Pastor? Who cares? You ain't even listening to nothing I said. If I told you it's the way to get there, what do you care how long it takes? You didn't have the right substance to change anything until I started telling you this today. All you had was your idea, and your idea wasn't going to work. Abraham did it for 20. You know, Abraham, you know, want to hear something cool? Abraham for 24 years, didn't get that promise to manifest because he kept calling it the way he saw it. Mm-hmm. 
24 years, Abraham kept calling it the way he saw it, and guess what he got? Exactly what he saw. He gets a word from God and gets changed, and then within a year, he calls himself a God. God forced him to change his name. Remember I told you, that's why I'm going to time out, because I asked God questions. I was like, this ain't fair. I'm a little bit annoyed, and I want to need some answers. Because he didn't change your name, but he did. See, this is where this stuff really gets deep. He did, he did change your name. You'll get it when you go to heaven. You got a new name. <laughs> I got a funny feeling it has a lot to do with your God-given identity. I think when you get there, you're going to be like, oh, wow, my name's Octococlamanier, and that means miracle worker of God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I you got a new name. I got a new name. You know what my new name is? Victory. That's my name. That's my name. Right now, I'm trying to stay sane. And what is he saying? He's saying, man, what you calling yourself? Abraham, within a year, because God forced him, he's put the ha in his name. He breathed into his name. He put his DNA in that. Abraham, put something on him. Piece of God's life he put in him. Now the joker's got to walk around calling himself identification, what God called them, and everybody's recognizing what God called them to be. And nobody's calling them nothing different than what God had about them. So you know me, I get a little bit like, hey, 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 time out. <laughs> hey, Jesus, this is cool. <laughs> Want to change my name? <laughs> How are you to say fair? Hello, thank you very much. You ever say, hey, do a little something for it. Help a brother out, come on, Jesus. Be serious. I'm like, I want to know. I want to need it. He goes, yeah. He goes, that's why I gave you promises. And every one of them is yes and amen. That means you can have them. You find them, you can call yourself them. I'm going to throw both chairs at the same time. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? If you find them, you can have them if you call yourself what they say about you. Come on. The promise of God, you better get this. The promise of God, be quiet. Shh. The promise of God. Pull this in. The promise of God. When you find it, yes, and so be it. They're looking for agreement in the earth. But if you keep calling it what you see, they never find agreement. But the minute you start calling them what they said, you found agreement for them. You better pay attention. Come on now, watch this. They don't find agreement in heaven. They've already been settled in heaven. Those promises got to find agreement in the earth. They got to be settled in the earth. The only way they find agreement in the earth is by when you say what they say and you declare them and they become. You see this now? You got to pull this in now. Watch what happens. So I'm not living in a seen realm. Because if I just keep seeing what I say and say what I see, that's all I'm going to see. But I got to find new substance that comes from faith and say what it says. And here's the cool part, ready? Here's the cool part about these promises. They're all yours. Now, why don't they manifest in everybody's life? Now, pay attention, because you didn't go get them. Even though they're yours, you still got to go get them, and you got to do what 
Now watch this. Pop this back up. This will really, really help him. You're doing so good. I really appreciate it. Pop back up 2 Corinthians. Let's go look at like the first part of that. What was that? 4? What did I give you? 4, 13? Is that what I started with? Yeah, 13 through 18, right? Go pop, go pop 4, 13 up and just go look at it. So I'm looking for promises. You can play. Uh, go find me promises. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. What? I, I, according as it is what's been written. Then promises are written. See, that's where God got me. I said, hey, 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 no fair. You changed his name. He said, hey, 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 no fair. I gave you the promises of God. Every one of them are yours. It's been written. When Lucifer came to Jesus and said, if you are, identity problems, if you are, if you are, if you are the son of God, if you are, if you are, every time he asked him, what did he say? It's written. Well, he goes, I don't find my identity where you're trying to get me to find my identity within myself. I find my identity which has been written about me. It is written. I don't find my identity how I think about me. I go back to what my daddy said about me. It is written. I don't find my identity about this marriage. I don't find my identity about my finances. My finances don't look like my future because I'm changing it. You see it? I don't look at this. The doctor's report's cute, but guess what? I'm not staying here long. I'm okay with identifying. Listen to me. I'm okay with identifying where I'm at for the moment, but I ain't staying here forever. I ain't, I'm staying here for a season while I figure this thing out, but I'm not staying long because I'm going to take what has been written, and that's why I gave you those promises. But if you just keep calling it like you see, that's all you got. It's limited. See, here's the thing. Understand something. This is the thing. You know what potential is? What has not been achieved. So once something's done, it has no more potential. It's finished. Potential is what has not been discovered yet. Potential is within you. Potential has never been. Watch. You have released potential in your life. And now we've seen the outcome of potential. Potential's over once it shows up. But you've got so much more potential in you to do more that can be. Are you with me? So here's the thing. Guess what? If you stay in what you see, potential never comes out of you. But if you stay in what God said about you, potential will rise out of you overwhelmingly. That's what happens sometimes. You get natural potential. You know, I think I could do it. I know. But once you tap into God potential, you could be everything God called you to be. See, then purpose takes off. But potential's in there. It's ready. It's, 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 it's in you, but it hasn't come out yet. See what I'm saying? So if you just keep calling it the way you see it, guess what happens? That's the end of it. If you keep calling your finances what you see, that's the end of it. Call them what God says to be. Now watch this. We having the same what? Spirit of faith. According that as it's written, I believe and therefore I've spoken. You see what I'm saying? Now this is kind of like getting you to understand it. How do I start calling? Now watch this. Oh, write these down. I want to give you these. These are good. Right? Number one, here, write this down. What am, what, am we trying to, what are we trying to accomplish? Calling things that be not as though they were is a biblical principle misunderstood by many. Why? Because it involves crossing over from the sense realm to the spirit realm. Write that down. I'm trying to get you to cross over from the sense realm to the spirit realm. Did you pull that in? You got to leave that dimension of sense. Now, you're going to walk by faith and not by... Call those things that be not as though they were. Even though the unseen realm is more real than what we see, because we live in physical realm and it controls our life. That's the problem. 
physical realm controls our life. We've got to overcome it. Make the unseen realm more real to you by building a consciousness that it is, because it is. And here's another one. You ready for this? Calling those things that be not as though they were involves looking at what is not seen and exalting it above what is seen. I'm going to say it again. Calling those things that be not as though they were involves looking at what is not seen, looking at what is not seen, looking at what is not seen, and exalting it above what is seen. Does that make sense? We're not going to look at it. We're not going to look at what's not seen. We're going to exalt what we're, we're not. We're not looking at what's seen. We're going to look at what's not seen and exalt it over what is. So we're going to say, I know that looks like this, but the word of God says that, and now I'm not going to look at that no more. So let's make it practical, okay? Your marriage is screwed up. I'm not saying it is. I'm not confessing. You got problems in that thing. You need help. Okay, we're going to get together. We're going to go. Now I'm going to show you how to do this. We're going to get together. We're going to go, look, this ain't rosy. This ain't like, you know, the Waltons over here. Okay, we're getting in strife. We're getting in disagreement. We got a mess. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to agree that we got some, we got some disagreement here. And that's okay. And now here's what we're going to do. We're going to start applying the word of God to this thing. What's that going to start making it look like? Because you don't have the substance to change the thing until you start getting here. People want to go to counseling for 90 years. I don't got no problem with counseling. Why aren't we going to start applying the word? Let's go start applying the word of God. But now, now you got to have two willing people here. So you got to find that. That's okay. Everybody needs to go. But you know what I'm saying? My finance, look at his finances. They're all messed up. Right? We do. Okay, they need help. I'm just doing practical stuff. I'm not saying, do I know anybody's story in the building? No, and I don't want to know. Right? If you finance them, then these are messed up. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to come and we're going to say what God says. from this, And then we're going to agree. We've got some work here. And that's the end of it. We're not talking about it no more. And that light, we're going to talk about what it's going to be. The, Lord, the blessing of the Lord makes us rich and out of no sorrow. You're going to walk out of there like this. You go talk, talk to him. You're going to go to the store and say, well, who you think you are? Oh, we, could, we, could, we could do all that. Keep dreaming. You see what I'm saying? Okay, you don't like that one? My body's messed up. Doctor said this, man. You feeling it? You walking? Ooh, you feeling it? I got that thing. I know it's there. It's trying to tell you it's there. You know what I mean? You know what you do? I'm gonna put that thing. I'm gonna shut that thing down. You know what I'm gonna do with it? I'm gonna shut it down. And I'm gonna say, okay, okay, I, I understand. But I'm gonna call for it healing. You call it to come. You call it to come. You call it. Where is it? It's an unseen realm. Hey, let me ask you a question. If it's unseen. What happens when it shows up in the scene realm? It materializes, and now you don't need it no more. Faith's work's over. You call it. You call it in that matter, and guess what it does? It comes. Why does it come? It's a law of faith. See what I'm saying? So, but here's my thing, though. What kind of work are you going to pull off if you just keep calling it the way you see it? You can't do nothing. You can't change it. You don't have the substance to change it. So if we keep calling that thing the way it is, that's all we got. That's the end of the matter. But what happens when you start calling those things that be not? Now, I got a question now, let, let, me, let me show you something here. Now, let, this is what I got to leave you with. I know, but I got to get these. How cool did Jesus look saying she was sleeping? <laughs> Dead as a doornail. He didn't live in what was seen. He lived in what could be. You ain't got to share this with everybody, but a lot of people ain't going to understand you. You start talking these things, calling things that be not as though they were. They're going to think you're a little bit out in that field. But you more, here's my question. You want to be like Jesus or you want to be like everybody else? Jesus called those things that be not as though they were. 
Now I got no problem. You're like, you go to the doctor, don't act like one of those weirdo Christians. Be like, I deny it, I deny it. I, no, 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 tell me what you got to tell me, doc. That's cool, but I'm down. Okay, that's good. I understand your report, but I got the report of the Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's why you do. So, you know, not denial. Okay, tell me the facts. Tell me the facts. Okay, that's facts, but I got the truth. Truth overrides facts. And then once you get there, you go, okay, got it. Now, where are you going to lean in? The facts? I'm going to lean in with the truth. You should know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Come on, somebody. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? So you're reprogramming your head. Now, I didn't say denial. Now, right away, we're going to run out the building. Denial, it ain't there. No, it's there. We're going to come into agreement that we need to remove it. Now, let me tell you something. This is what I believe, too. This is really good. This will help you. It's like, you know, don't sweep stuff under the rug that needs to be dealt with. Confrontation is the only thing that brings change. If you do not confront it, you're going to keep it. I'm telling you, listen, I'm not saying, now listen, you don't have to argument, you don't have to have an argument about it, but if you don't confront some stuff, it ain't never, you know, you got some stuff, some of you, you got to be careful, man, you can't just pretend it ain't there, you got a big old bump in the rug because you've been sweeping stuff under there, you know what I mean? You got to deal with some stuff, like there's some stuff here we need to talk about, let's find out, you know, if you got strife in your life or something, or you got something going on, or business stuff, you better figure it out, you know what I'm saying? At the house, or your life, or your marriage, or, your, or, or work, you know, it's funny, I told, I told Pastor Liz, you know, we went somewhere, you know, the kids were doing some stuff. And somebody, it was that the thing, you know, they're cheering and they're screaming and the lady was over there and she's like all like, oh, you know, I was like, lady, you need to move your seat if you don't like noise. This place is going to get noisy. I'm becoming very direct the older I get. I can't wait to see me at 80. I love it. You know, I'm like, look, man, move your seat. What you think? You ain't going to make no noise. She said, thank God that she didn't tell me. I would have told her straight up and in the whole row in front of her. Not that I'm rude, but you start getting like, you start understanding life is this. You could try to avoid certain things, but never get resolved or bring resolve because you don't avoid things. There's some stuff you need to talk about. There's some stuff you got to get serious with God about. Like, hey, God, you know what? I'm angry. If you're angry, go get with God. I got some anger problems. Go get with God. Go get, and don't go telling people. And I don't buy, I don't like that go tell everybody stuff. I don't even met enough people in my life that can agree with me. In the some guy called me up and needed uh, a couple million bucks. I was thinking one, they said, can you agree with me for this? I said, wait a minute. No, I really did. This was way back in the beginning because I wasn't where I am now. It was like a million six, million six, a million seven. I said, chill out for a minute. Let me, let's talk about this in a little bit. Let me go get ready for this. He got it. Yeah, got it. Every dime of it. But I said, I got to be prepared in my faith before I reach out there. Right now, you can bring me a billion six. I'll get it for you. But you know what I'm saying? I got to be ready on my side for agreement. But the only way I can get agreement is I got to really check myself. You know what I'm saying? You can't be having this junk going on in your house and in the kid, you better have some hard conversation with your kids. Some of you little babies about it, like, oh, well, you know, they're an adult. Baloney, I brought you in this world. Hush your mouth. I tell everyone, my mama thinks I'm crazy. I don't care what she thinks. I love her. God bless her. She's right to a degree, but she ain't right here. I tell them, look, I brought a little jokers in the world. They'll be 50 years old. I'm going to tell them what I want to tell them, when I want to tell them, how I want to tell them. And if they, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. I might not listen, but praise be to God, I'm glad to hear. Right? You see what I'm saying? What do I mean? Just because you're 20-something years old, 30 years old, you think you know what you're doing? How many got kids 40, 50 years old? They ain't got a cell in their head. Come on, wave your hand twice, right? Don't you want, you want to tell Yeah, my mother's waving her hand twice. She got a foot in the air. She's like, yeah, you. Yeah, I see you. I, I need the help. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you worried about, you got wisdom. You lived on the earth so long. Say, hey, look, I'm not going to say nothing, but I'm going to say something, amen? I'm going to help you steer this thing in a godly direction. We got to have some serious, see, whatever you do not confront, you cannot correct. It needs to be confronted. 
you don't have to do, let me tell you something about confrontation too. You ain't gotta, go, look, the first, look it, the person yelling doesn't have an argument. The person yelling doesn't have an argument. That's why they're yelling. The calm person, they're gonna win because they got the answers. You know what I'm saying? That yelling thing, you know, it goes, nah, man, let's just, you really, let's just talk. Transparency's helpful, guys, and your stuff. Look, if you got financial problems, you can't just pretend they're not there. But how am I gonna call things that be not until I understand the things that need to be? Do some self-inventory, kind of check it out, make sure it's all good, and then fix it, okay? Is that all right? Was that good today? Because you got to call things that be not. Look, it ain't, you know, it ain't about that, but you know what I'm saying? You got to call things that be not. How do, I, how do I know what needs to be? How about you have a meeting like that and say, look, Pastor Chris had this church meeting. Go back and watch the archive. He had this meeting about calling things that be not as though they were. What have we been calling our, what have we been call, what have we been calling our marriage? What have we been calling our finances? Come on, babe. What do we call in our life? What do we call? What do we call in my? What do we? How about work? Oh, this place stinks. I hate this joint. I hate my boss. Guy's a jerk. Hate it. Rawr. Right? What are you gonna start calling it, man? I, I mean, I thank God I can go to work today. Praise the Lord. You know what? Thank God I got a job, and it's job getting better. Man, that whole place will change. That whole place will change. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got that scripture in Proverbs. I've been teaching the staff. It, it, it says this. It says, through your wisdom and your knowledge and, 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 and your really gentle way of pressing in, people are going to change right before your eyes. Man, ain't that good. Change right before your eyes. He said, you'll watch them change right before your eyes because you show up with wisdom. What's work going to look like when you show up with that new attitude? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it works. And it ain't putting it on or being phony, but it's putting on Christ. You got to do eight hours, 12 hours. Some of you do 60 hours a week. You got to do it anyway. How's your attitude going in? How's your attitude in your house? How's your attitude in life? You know what I'm saying, guys. Am I calling things the way they are? Am I calling things the way they look? Am I calling things the way I want them to be? God will quicken it to dead and call those things that be not as though they were. You got to start speaking for it because there ain't no faith involved in what is. When it is, it's here, it's over. Now it's got to be what I call it to be. Woo, you get that? You're doing great. Come on, stand up on your feet. You got to do this thing. You will. And you guys are doing great. And when I say this, I'm not picking on you. It's just a checkup from the neck up sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to get that sometimes because sometimes I got to, oh, man, I'm doing this. Because how many times... You know what I asked myself? I started getting lazy in this. I'm, I was calling things the way they were. That's why it grabbed me. I've been calling things the way they were, not the way they're supposed to be. That's why you guys are front forward thinking. You're not going to call it the way it was. You're going to call it the way you want it to be. Hmm. Lift your hands to heaven. That's good. Come on, you got it? Lift your hands to heaven. Just say this out loud. Say, Jesus... Thank you, thank you for helping me. Let me see and let me know. Let me find what's been written. Let me decree and let me speak what the Word of God says over my life and over my situations 
And thank you, Father. You're going to quicken me to say what God says and call those things that be not as though they were. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. Hey, don't forget, we're going to be doing that Chris Sarno TV thing. It's funny tonight. I start telling jokes. Uh, Pastor Liz got her favorite Christmas movie. Tonight I'm talking about dysfunctional families. Praise the Lord. I really have. She likes that movie, and I said, you know what that movie's all about? Dysfunctional families. And some of you are getting ready to spend some time with yours, so you better be prepped up. Hallelujah, amen. It's going to be funny. It's great. Hallelujah. I love you. I'll see you guys. Don't forget, Wednesday, we're staying on this call, Things That Be Not, all the way through for a while. So stay on Wednesday night. Watch live. Don't forget, we're not in the building, but we're live online. And you can go back and watch the archives on the YouTube channel. Download all those. And the app's coming out Tuesday. Tuesday this week, the app's coming out. So be on the lookout for that. I'll send you an email. The Chris Sarno Ministry app. Amen. You can find all that stuff and get all that stuff and just stay with me. All right? I love you guys. Get out of here. I'll see you Sunday, 1030. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.